Hi everybody and welcome to episode 7 of uh, Clicker Heat. Uh, long time no speak, been on holiday, uh, been away from the place and quite frankly waiting for things to happen. In the world of MechWarrior it's been fairly quiet, certainly over the Gen Con period when a lot of the guys uh, were away. But we're back now, we've got a new world champion, Mark, or a second new world champion, Mark. Um, another Canadian, I presume we're just taking the whole event to Canada next year to save them from actually bothering to travel in the first place. Uh, so well done to him, an amazing achievement, uh, certainly uh, to win it anyway, but to win it a second time is unbelievable. Uh, Condolences to Ian for losing out in the final, uh, but he played extremely well. I think it was 11-1, his record, which um, i swap him for that, definitely. And some guy called Elite won the fellowship, uh, no, never really heard of him, uh, must be a uh, a new player to the scene and obviously uh, a bit of a scrub to do that but anyway congratulations to you all and um, right moving on the, the Aries are in town we'll talk about the Aries uh, also a quick mention of what we've seen in the squadron cards to date I think four of them are out so far on the preview um, also quick look at the changes to price support just been announced which I think um, that's probably where I'll start actually quite relieved in terms of Wolf Strike we, uh, we've got a pretty pretty lively club uh, in the Swindon area. Um, we normally buy two cases uh, between the five or six of us. Um, we basically then take our own faction. Three cases of Wolf Strike would have been a big push, it really would. And we were already left with a few extra pieces after the two cases. I know they're smaller, uh, but I think even we would have struggled to get, um, get the price support. It's now been changed. It now looks like the price support's far more available and in fact additional copies, uh, additional pieces as well. So overall I think that's a good move. Um, I don't know, I detect a little bit of uncertainty in the world of Met Warrior. No big announcements about the future uh, at Gen Con. Uh, well, apart from the fact that Met Warrior isn't finishing, which I suppose is uh, no news is good news. But equally, I don't know if people are playing cards close to the chest. Um, yes, we've got Wolf Strike. Yes, we've got Outlaws. Um, potentially something to do with Solaris next year. Beyond that, don't really know. Uh, let's just hope the game keeps going. Um, we'll see though however and therefore with that uncertainty certainly the local feeling here is the the willingness to invest so much money into the game is, is perhaps not as it used to be however there we go uh, anyway the Aries um, got my pack a couple of days ago uh, wow what can I say um, they look good on the screen and they look good uh, in the flesh or in the plastic um, so Big, uh, big congratulations to Whiskey. They've produced a, uh, a very nice piece of, uh, of modelling there and uh, they're going to uh, attract an awful lot of interest, I think, when they're taken out into the stores and hopefully demoed or shown in games. The bin quality issues, um, yep, um, wasn't quite a victim to a massive quality issue. Had one loose heat dial moving around the box, belonging to Zeus, and I had to actually cut out three of the paddles on uh, the pilot cards, which weren't quite pressed properly wasn't a great drama, it sort of worked okay, just had to take a lot of time. Uh, the slight groan I've seen now is that all the three rear left legs obscure the left of rear arc. And if you're fighting one of these things, knowing exactly where the rear arc is, what I can see, is going to be a big issue. Anyway, nice piece of modelling, well done kids. So what about them then? Um, well, looking at them, first of all, um, two words sum it all up, heat management. And I started by looking at the heat dials. And if we take the fact that they're approximate, I think there are something like 24 squares on each heat dial if we ignore the, the four greens and the four uh, radioactive symbols. 
Zeus, uh, the blue electric one, um, 12 of those uh, squares have colours uh, on them, sometimes with negative modifiers. Four of those colours involve some form of ammunition explosion. Okay, so a big percent, half of the thing, half its heat dial is full of colours, and a proportion of that is uh, concerns ammo explosion. Four um, dial, four uh, squares themselves just have negative modifiers. Only eight of the actual squares on Zeus's heat dial are completely clear of and devoid of any effect. So I think it's the worst heat dial of the lot, um, but hey, uh, they've got things to compensate with. Hera, which is the uh, white and gold one, looking uh, very Art Deco. Uh, Fourteen colours have either negative modifiers and colours, and three of those are ammunition explosion. Uh, three further squares have negative modifiers, so we're talking about 17 out of 24, so not as bad, or sorry, uh, just as bad, but not so, not so much ammunition, only seven are clear. So again, pretty much the same, not as crippling on, on ammunition, but still just as busy, and uh, yeah, I know these things can move around the table fairly limitlessly until they shut down or vent, but quite frankly, these heat dials, um, they really do take a lot of management. Hades! which is um, a bit like a sort of a, well, I don't know really, a sort of pizza gone bad. Um, Eleven of the squares have colours or negative modifiers, only one of which is an ammunition explosion. A further one has a negative um, effect, and twelve are clear. So, a far more manageable heat dial. Uh, it only has one ballistic weapon, not the two, hence the uh, less impact on ammunition. But, as we'll see, it is the shortest ranged of them all, and, uh, and it sort of may be, what it gains in heat, it may lack in other areas. We may see that, however, maybe the heat's the thing that's going to kill these things, and it's the Hades dial that wins out over the uh, range and destruction power of the other two. So the Zeus, then, I say it's the uh, blue electric silver camo thing. Um, pretty good on uh, minimum ranges. Uh, only one ballistic weapon going out to 5, uh, 5 to 14, but 0 to 14 on energy and 0 to 8 on its second ballistic. Good damage, uh, it involves Artemis uh, and PPC capacitor, but bad, bad heat dial, I'm afraid. And that is going to be uh, the big decision for a lot of people is to um, play this very destructive mech uh, and probably just watch it cook. Uh, the Hera... Not so good on minimum ranges. It has uh, ballistics of 3 to 14 and 5 to 14 and only uh, an, a zero range on its energy weapon, which is only out to 10. Um, having said that, it's probably got more multiple targets than others. It's got 3 on energy, 2 on ballistic and 1 on ballistic, which isn't a bad range. Uh, good lot of equipment. Only anti-personnel, I think, really starting on the dial. Um, but which is um, but also the dial, sorry, cones around to pulse, streaks, and at the end, um, three damage of Alpha Strike, um, which of course three damage when you've got a heat dial that big actually can add a further seven clicks of damage. So potential ten clicks of damage on an Alpha Strike, uh, but they'll take you approximately four turns to restart. And again, we've already spoken about the heat dial. Hades, shortest of the ranges of the lot. Um, one energy weapon, 0 to 12. One ballistic, 5 to 12, and a close combat weapon. Um, so again, quite vulnerable to minimum ranges. Good variety of weapons though, TSEMP, and PPC capacitor, homing beacon, and I think it's full strike as well. Um, so overall, the, uh, they all pretty much start with the same attack and same defense, carry a whole load of heavy armor, approximately 8 or 9 clicks down the dial. Um, 
In terms of the old 11-click test, which uh, is something I just looked at in terms of how it would compare to other stuff, um, let's take these things 11 clicks down. Hades, they all have a 9 attack value and a 20 defense. Hades and Hera, 3 to 4 damage, as with Zeus. Um, Hades, however, um, has the homing beacon uh, on it, which will boost its attack value. Hera has pulse and streaks, and Zeus has no special equipment on the dial at that stage, but will soon go into PPC capacitor. Uh, if they hit by 8 clicks of damage, which let's say is a, uh, a twin strike from a 5 pulse weapon, doing 4 and 4 if you take the armour off, uh, they're basically left with a 9 attack value um, and pretty much similar, four, 3 to three to 4 damage, and again Hades keeps its homing beacon, again um, uh, bigging up its attack value by 2 more. In terms of its transport capacity, again, they carry two. Quite how they're going to fit these into a 600-point battle, although I'm led to believe that 600-point uh, battles and the Ares may not be uh, for too much longer in this world. Um, I'd probably have a go at a couple of towed Gauss rifles, drop them and make a firing formation. Uh, Halberg battle armour, now they're back in. Again, big, nice, long range, same, same deal. Formation fire. Uh, or even if you want to be really nasty, so just start dropping thunder launchers around the place and um, watch your opponent dance to the pogs, as well as trying to dance around the uh, dan dance around the Ares. Okay, so let's have a look at their potential and some initial thoughts on what might be able to get at them. Um, I would say their biggest damage initially on the initial dial is only five at long range. Uh, they do have pulse and PPC capacitors either later in the dial or at the start, but they tend to be on the shorter range weapons. Really, as uh, some things are common with the, with the assault mechs, for example, they, they suffer from a lack of IT, um, they have poor heat dials, uh, which we've spoken about, and only one of them, Zeus, I think, initially has armour piercing. So, what will stand up against them? Well, if only one has armour piercing, black armour will certainly help to take the hits. Some form of repair in your army, move away from these slow mechs, try and get repaired, get back into the battle. Decoy, they've not got IT, they could struggle to hit high defences. Um, equipment that comes late in the dial, uh, the Lokis for example, or inverse dials. Um, potentially the um, Karita, but almost probably certainly, um, I hate to say this, Rasselhark Dominion. Um, how does that happen? Anyway, basically, take five off these guys, you need to be able to fight. Because once they've damaged you, the ruling being, once they've damaged you once in that turn, they've got to seek a second target. So if you can take five in one turn and fight back, um, all the better for you. So what's going to hurt them then? Um, pulse weapons, heat and damage. Risk gear, increase the damage again. Planetary condition cards that either affect heat or range. You could take a look at Dust Storm. You could take a look at Beach. These guys roll a six on a beach, they're not going anywhere the whole turn, doesn't matter how many orders you give them. Um, Armour-piercing artillery, or even just artillery on its own. Again, make them move, make them dance, build up the heat. Unfortunately, some of the really high defence mechs, such as uh, the Duke and the Vultures, they do suffer amongst themselves with a short range. Yes, you can walk into short range and deal damage with these mechs, but you're basically opening yourself up to probably every weapon system they own. If you can stay out at range, you probably only go against either something like their big ballistic weapon. You could stay out of a lot of their damaging shorter range weapons and their energy weapons. So get the first shot, hit hard, use energy at range. Lokis, Novacats. If you're going to use a light swarm, um, try and build them up with high defences. 
um, or even an agility mech in there, perhaps as a, as a sort of a, a sacrificial decoy, and a repeating pulse weapon, which I believe uh, proved quite popular at Gen Con. So those are the initial thoughts on the Ares. I'm sure there'll be a whole new paradigm, a whole new metagame, all about them. Um, I just hope that uh, we do see a lot of them in play, because they are uh, amazing pieces. And if they give a boost to the game, then great. Um, squadron cards, squadron cards. About four of them out so far on the um, on the previews. Interesting concept. Trying to give vehicles and infantry um, more abilities, uh, the ability to do more damage or, or whatever. Um, let's see how they go. You basically pay, I think, five per 150. So in a 600-point game, they're going to cost you 20 points. Okay. On top of that, as they've explained to us, you then subtract for every type, different type of unit you have in the formation anything from three to four to five points per element. So if you take with a Cyclops company, the Manteuffel, the Monocycle, the Morningstar and Shock Troopers, that would cost you 20 points. If you had one of each of those four, that would be three points per element, saving you 12. Overall cost, eight points. And this is really now where we may have some slight problems with these. Manteuffel tank, don't know much about it. Um, probably needs to be dropped to make it effective, along with every other tank ever built in the game. Monocycle, again, sounds interesting, uh, no data yet. Morningstar HQ, um, if these ever get played outside anything but um, but booster games, uh, I'd be surprised. Shock Troopers, uh, yeah, okay, nice, cheap, fast entry. So, potential there to use three, three of the four. Um, and you can give them close combat orders, and you can be repaired as well. Now, that might be of some use, certainly to the Mantoifal tank, um, if, it's, uh, if it's a decent potent weapon. So, keep your eyes out on that one, but, uh, and some of the units do look quite useful, but yet to see the data. Uh, the firing squad, um, clan battle armour, kites, and scander light tanks. Oh dear. Um, you can make firing formations, you don't take a push if your second order is a, f is, is a, f is, uh, is a, is a, is a ranged combat attack. Uh, you save four points per element here, so I think you save them between about 12, I think it is, maybe 16 uh, points on this. Um, but you've got to use kites and scander light tanks. So I think we'll move on. Um, Echo Company, um, all infantry based with combat techs, grade death battle armour, inner spheres and SRMs. Uh, only three per element and it basically boosts your uh, combat uh, damage in close combat. Um, which is interesting, the whole thing mainly costs you eight points maximum. You may well use combat techs. Great Ethnosphere, very likey-likey. SRMs, you know, the potential to be dropped there. So you could, and certain builds use all that, and certainly if you use them with potentially um, other damaging uh, faction prides as well, um, then yeah, you could be having infantry there doing four in close combat. So some potential, they're just going to get into close combat, unfortunately, uh, which is the trick. Ford Falcon Killers. Um, infantry and vehicles with the Glory Fire. Nice piece. Partisan. Haven't seen a new one yet. The old one is so-so, uh, is, is apart from Dragon's Fury. Purified Battle Armor. Yeah, okay, nice and fast and cheap. And the Toad Gauss Rifle. So, at least two there uh, certainly worth, uh, tend to see probably potentially quite a bit of play. And you get plus two to your attack value if you hit something with a modified speed of ten or more. And it's minus five per element, so four elements in it, minus five each, is 20 points. This is potentially a free squadron card, so it perhaps deserves a little bit more merit. In terms of speed of 10 or more, that's practically all the light mechs, 
Uh, it's your VTOLs and the Sylphs. And of course VTOLs will include uh, bishops, which uh, see an awful lot of play. Some medium mechs. Uh, Night Stalkers, I think, Raptor 2. And of course Arnis. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. Um, you fast, you fast basing vehicles, Shamash, Sizin, Zibblers and Hadders. Um, fast infantry, um, Simeon battle armour, clan battle armour, that sort of thing. And of course your minigun cycles, potentially your monocycles, um, and your ATVs. So, yeah, it'll certainly hit help you to wing certain the fast vehicles. Um, light mechs, potentially now, uh, could be in, in a bit of a problem. Certainly if you're um, going to drop a glorified support tank or, some, or a gauss rifle drop on top of them. It could potentially allow single gauss rifles to fire rather than having to actually brigade them as, as a firing formation. So, the first batch of uh, squadron cards, a bit of a mixed bunch. Um, I think some of them are just completely uh, badly hidden ways of trying to make us to play some fairly awful pieces. Other ones certainly have merit, and uh, I'm uh, waiting for the other uh, four to come out before sort of reserve judgment. But it, it looks good. It's a nice idea, and I think it's just trying to um, to get the game moving. It is strange that I think we've now firmly established that the mech is back on the battlefield, looking at the world's results, um, and now they're trying to give vehicles and infantry more potency back. I, I don't actually know if they need them or not. I think we've got the balance right anyway. Um, just a couple of things now really. Um, in terms of uh, little projects and plans, um, planning a trip to Holland in a couple of weeks time, ostensibly, as far as the wife's concerned, is to go and uh, visit Arnhem over the uh, over the weekend that celebrates Operation Market Garden. And there'll be a parachute drop, hopefully, touch wood, on the Saturday morning over in Arnhem. Uh, but Holland is also where a few um, fairly decent Mech Warrior players tend to play, and hopefully you'll meet up with uh, Elite, possibly Ian, and play a few games there as well. So um, uh, that's a bit I've yet to sort of discuss with uh, with her indoors, but I'm sure she'll be uh, quite happy. Uh, well, to get rid of me for the weekend uh, mainly. Um, the last one really is um, is is a box of poo. Uh, box of poo basically refers to um, a super secret format that we that was played at the Worlds a couple of uh, years ago, and I'm just really trying to assemble about six to eight sets for the UK market, uh, UK Battlemasters of boxes of poo, um, i.e. about a thousand points worth of um, fairly subpar units from either construction mechs, forestry mechs, all the way through to um, sort of hordes of cavalier battle armor, things that are not top tier necessarily. Uh, to play against, and it basically becomes a fixed format. Everyone gets the same pieces to build a constructed army out of. I certainly enjoyed it. I found it a great leveler, actually, uh, in terms of uh, everyone having the same army to play with. Um, and hopefully that will come along. I've found, actually, some of the um, traders on eBay at the moment uh, are certainly selling some of the earlier stuff off at ridiculous prices, something like 15 cents in the States or 25 cents for some of the uh, earlier infantry and they're available in quite large numbers and if you I think it, it, I would recommend if uh, some of the guys can, can some of you guys can do it, I think it will serve certainly in the UK, serve our community as we pass it around from club to club I know it's not easy in some of the larger countries um, but there is the option to do that and um, I'd, I'd thoroughly recommend it, I think I, thoroughly, I uh, really enjoyed the format uh, I think uh, those that get the chance to play it will enjoy it too. So that was all the main articles. Oh, Box of Poo, by the way, of course, a phrase christened by the Australian players at the Worlds. Just the Aussies have this knack of uh, 
coming up with these lovely uh, terms and uh, making full use of the English language. One last one, actually. I've got to talk about my obvious love of Rasselhag Dominion and Hot Drop Shielding Card, which, again, has been previewed under Wolf Strike as, uh, I think, a piece of risk gear. So it basically allows you to deploy a medium-class mech on the second turn anywhere on the board, I think as long as it's outside um, the enemy's deployment zone. Um, basically, I've just taken a, the only problem is that I think you shut down when you land and there's potential to take damage as well. So ordinarily it would be uh, a bit of a risk, a bit of a gamble, but that's what we're told risk gear is all about. But the Odin Ursus, the Rasselhag Odin Ursus, with his pilot Jorgensen, Jorgensen's ability is to restart when, on a 3 to 6 I think it is, when the radioactive symbols appear. So you've got the option there of a Rasselhag medium dropping down, shutting down, starting up, and even taking two clicks of damage, all for about 180 points. Um, so in the end, I think your opponent probably will know it's coming, because I think you've got to show him your army um, before the start of the game, and he may not move out of the deployment zone. Um, but hey, you know, it does compensate for the Rasselhag's lack of speed, it gives the opportunity for Rasselhag to take damage, and it gives you the opportunity also to restart straight away. So there we are. Perhaps there is life in Rasselhag Dominion. They take on the Ares, they beat the Ares, and they hot drop shield into your opponent's battle force. What can I say? Happy days.